Before we get started, I just want to thank Everance Financial for supporting the Morning Agenda, empowering members to align their investments with their faith and values. Learn more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Governor Shapiro is set to detail his spending priorities in his budget address this afternoon, and protesters want Pennsylvania to stop investing in Israel. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Tuesday, February 6th, and this is being recorded at 921 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. Governor Josh Shapiro plans to deliver his budget address to a joint session of the House and Senate early this afternoon. The Democrat has released few details of his spending plan for the 2024-25 fiscal year. He is expected to return with bigger proposals for higher education institutions, underfunded public schools, and economic development. Now, the governor is looking at a relatively strong fiscal position. He will almost certainly propose an operating budget that goes above this year's $45 billion. The Republican-controlled Senate and Democratic-controlled House will begin budget hearings in two weeks. Now, we'll have complete coverage of his address and his proposals tomorrow on The Morning Agenda. More than 100 people protesting the state government's investments in Israel have been taken into custody in the capital rotunda in Harrisburg. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports 126 people were issued citations for trespassing and then released. Protesters held signs on the steps of the rotunda calling for the state to divest from Israel and invest in things such as health care and schools. Shortly before 2, Capitol Police warned those standing on the steps if they didn't move, they would be arrested. Dozens were soon taken away by state troopers and Capitol Police. Ahmed Salem Tekaliolu is executive director of the Pennsylvania chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations. He says the state should not be spending tax money on foreign wars. Pennsylvania should invest its money ethically. It should not invest in countries that are doing human rights abuses. Now, Treasurer Stacey Garrity, a Republican, says state treasurers of both parties have invested in Israel bonds for more than three decades. She notes Pennsylvania's share of Israel bonds rose by $20 million after the October Hamas attack that began the war in Gaza and is currently at $56 million. Two parents are suing the Hazelton Area School District in Luzerne County. My colleague Gabriela Martinez reports they allege the district's at-large voting system dilutes Latino voting power. Some school districts are broken into voting precincts that elect their own school board members. But Hazelton's at-large system has all voters choose between all candidates. The district has a Latino student population of nearly 66 percent, but no Latino candidate has ever been elected to the school board. Attorney Dan Breyer says past school board election outcomes show evidence of racially polarized voting. The results are very stark. The Hispanic candidates are getting the support of the Hispanic population, but they're not getting uh, support outside of that population. Now, the lawsuit claims at-large voting violates the constitutional rights of Hispanic voters and seeks a change before the 2025 election. 
And a controversial proposal to allow camping at a new state park in Chester County has been taken off the table, at least for now. Zoe Reed is with our friends at WHYY in Philadelphia, and she reports hundreds of people had petitioned against camping at Big Elk Creek State Park. When the state park opened in 2022, residents hoped recreation would be limited to daytime activities like hiking or birding. So when campgrounds were considered within eyeshot of neighboring homes, they worried about traffic, noise and environmental impacts. The backlash has prompted the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources to pause any camping considerations for now. Spokesman Wesley Robinson says the agency wants to do a better job at communicating their focus. Now, Robinson says DCNR is creating a new task force to discuss its future plans for the park, which, in addition to conservation work, includes building a visitor center and restrooms. As you know, every morning I go through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for stories of interest to pass along to you. Came across a few this morning. So let's start with a follow-up to a story I told you about yesterday. The Pennsylvania State Courts Agency says some of its online systems are disabled after its website was hit by a weekend cyber attack, but the attack didn't appear to compromise any data. The Administrative Office of Pennsylvania Court says the attack is being investigated by the federal government and that some disabled services have been restored. Chief Justice Deborah Todd calls it a denial-of-service cyber attack, where attackers flood the targeted website with traffic until it can't respond or just crashes. The court's agency did not immediately identify the attackers or say whether they demanded money or a ransom. The balance of power in the state house is at stake for the fourth time in a year. Voters next week will choose between a Democratic school board member and a Republican political newcomer in a suburban Philadelphia district. Democrats controlled the House by one vote until a member resigned in December. Even though Democrats have been doing well in the district, the National Democratic Legislative Campaign Committee is spending $50,000 on the race. A victory for Republicans would give them a majority in both the House and Senate and could allow them to advance legislation on school vouchers and proposals to amend the state constitution on issues including abortion, voter identification, and curbing the governor's regulatory authority. And the police chief in London, Ontario, has issued a public apology to a woman who says she was sexually assaulted by members of Canada's 2018 World Junior Team. Philadelphia Flyers goaltender Carter Hart, three others who are currently on NHL rosters, and a former player have been charged with sexual assault. All are on leave from their teams. Defense attorneys say their clients are not guilty. The next scheduled court appearance is April 30th. The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast on WITF's YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to, and on the NPR One app. Be sure to check out our monthly Spotify playlist as well, where I pick my songs of the day each and every weekday. This one is called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, February 2024. That's how you can find it. And there you can listen to Janis Joplin's Me and Bobby McGee. A big thanks to Everance Financial for supporting The Morning Agenda, empowering members to align their investments with their faith and values. Learn more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda today. It's a daily news podcast from WITF where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening. Your company is always appreciated and never 
taken for granted. So be well, enjoy the rest of the day, and we will talk again tomorrow.